Hello, Sky friends, and welcome to Seasons of Skyrim, a custom 5e D&D adventure that focuses on the stories of our characters as they explore their impact on the world and the consequences that follow. I am your host and DM, Scott. Hi, my name is Shannon. I play Arnis Gray, or Gray the Great, to my fans. I am a half-elf bard. Hi, my name is Chris. I play Vale the Changeling Rogue, sometimes known as Kara Frostfall or Lord Carver Golddagger III. Hi, my name is Nate. I play Darvin Grimm, the human monk. Thank you for joining us. Please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. Book 2, Chapter 22, Escaping the Island You kick yourself free, landing on top of Aranus in a wet heap. Oh my god, thank you, Aranus. Are there any fish still attached to me? Uh, there's one that still has a hold of your pant leg, and it's just kind of flopping in the air now. I, I, I brought dinner. Lunch? What time of day is it? <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Run faster. Shouldn't you be faster than me? <laughs> yes, but I forgot that that was a thing I could do at the end of my turn. <laughs> And I forgot that the water was approaching rapidly, so it did not occur to me I should use my move action to get out of here. Mistakes were made. Mistakes were made. You're all in this prayer slash rest resting room, not bathroom. <laughs> I was gonna say restroom, like it's a room where you rest, but then it dawned on me that's Hey, so you did build restrooms into this dungeon. Why would you call it a respite room? <laughs> well, if this Sahugan has its way, it's going to be a water closet real quick. <laughs> well played. That was good. So, y'all are in this little room. Darwin, you immediately recognize where you are. You know the way out. You also know it goes along that ledge overseeing the giant whirlpool, but right now it's pretty much either that or the wall of water behind you uh, if you want to fight that fish man. So I'll give you all a moment here to plan. Did What's we already th- learn where the whirlpool went? I feel like we did. Didn't someone tell us? There was a hint that it might take us to the treasure. Annika had mentioned that uh, that the ship that they sailed here on, that supposedly like, crashed where all the treasure is, was taken below the water by the whirlpool. Mm, okay, got it. I recommend no whirlpool. Well, we have to go along the ledge to get out. And the way we've been rolling today, last time I was lucky enough to, you know, just walk by and I was fine, but the way we've been rolling today, I have a feeling there's one of us falling in that thing. That's probably going to be me. Oh, let's go for it. Do we have rope still? Can we rig up yeah, some kind of we got rope. supporting each other I mean, system so if one of us falls, we can... Cut them loose. Okay, you could... <laughs> yes. Unless anybody, I hate you too. Unless anybody has some pythons, you can't anchor yourself anywhere. But if you want to tie yourselves all together in a chain, you certainly can. But the problem, hard. Why am I even checking (laughs) to see if I have a burglar's pack? But if we chain ourselves together, that means if one falls, we all fall, right? Then at least you're all still together. That's true. That's true. And we all get to find out what's in the whirlpool. At least we all get to die together. See, I'm super curious about what's in the whirlpool. And you two can go to heaven, and I can go wherever is not that. It's not exactly heaven. Let's not put such a Christian spin on this afterlife. Yeah, but, like, tell me I'm not going to whatever the equivalent of, like, it's purgatory. It's not going to be hell. It's going to be purgatory because you don't get an actual like death. Mm-hmm. So, Darwin and Vale would probably—they at least haven't been promised a bad afterlife yet. Um, you have been. Yes, I have. I'm so thrilled about it. We haven't really talked about this, but I feel like my order would not actually preach anything like super heavenly because certain corn is a reward in and of itself. You'd get something, but not yeah. you know. You get to hang out with corn. Yeah. He's your god. Like, yeah. It's not like 
yeah, paradise heaven. It's just you know, a place. How many do you have? Ten. Pipes. Sue, if you wanted to use them spaced evenly and still get all the way across, I'd say be placing about every 10, 15 feet. So yeah, I think it would work. If you want to give that a shot. Works for me. I've got 50 feet rope too. How's this work? Like everyone does. Annika's got plenty of vine rope wrapped around her as well. well. We'll say about 50. But yeah, if you guys want to make I'm a... going first. So are you just anchoring the rope to the wall or are you tying yourselves into a chain? Oh, that's a question. Or are you trying to do game. both? Because I think there's a lot of rope in this party right now. Yeah. Some of it's getting left behind. Absolutely. <laughs> Two people are not coming out of this with rope. <laughs> what a shame. For a second, I thought I was going to say, you're not coming out of this. And I'm like, wait, no one told me we were going to be making bargains for our lives here. Well, you'd have to fall first. For a soul. Um, yeah, definitely like rope line. Um, if we want to make rope chain, we've got the rope to do it. Yeah, I just need to know which ones you guys are doing. Um... The three of you are making the decisions. The NPCs will not weigh in. I mean, they will support you either way. Even if we said, okay, we're diving into the whirlpool. Well! I said either way. One of two ways they will support you. Right. Um, Suicide is not one of those ways. They don't know that it's death or not, but... but it's definitely not cake. It seems like a big risk. It's definitely not cake. Um, that is true. Uh, I feel like... What are you hemming and hawing over there for? It's not a hard decision. Okay, well then make it... We'll use all the rope. Okay, we'll use all the rope. All right, so there's a rope chain. Then fuck it, we use all the rope. <laughs> all, all the rope. rope. Give me an order here. Who's I'm taking point? not going first. I'll take point. All right, let's do this. You smell that? It smells like a good day to die. <laughs> I just need to know where the two of you are at. I'll put the NPCs in all the other spots. Just let me know. Darvin and Arnis, where are you at in this rope chain? Uh, you want to be in the end? Do you want to be near the front? Do you want to be in the middle? I guess I'll be in the middle somewhere. I guess I'll be... Should I be behind? I mean, at the end or behind Bill? I don't know. I don't know what the, like... Whatever, I'll be behind Bill. It's the second most to add. Alright, so the three of you are taking the front. The three NPCs are taking the rear. Sure. Uh, Sam is going to take the very far back. He is probably the strongest out of the three of them. Arnis, Monica's going to be right behind you. Dipple will be right in front of Sam. So, you've tied yourselves all together in a nice little chain. The water has come through the door a little bit. But it doesn't look like he's in any rush to spread it throughout the room and then into this huge open cavern where it'd probably be very difficult to control. And Vale, you find this very small ledge that Darwin told you about, and you begin anchoring the rope in as you make your way across. You can make either athletics or an acrobatics check. Well, it's either of those. I'm going acrobatics. It's precarious. You could either use your balance or your grip to not fall. Well... Plus my seven to make it a 19. All right. Darvin, Vale is trekking ahead of you, very short-footedly. Athletics or acrobatics check? Acrobatics. Come on, die. What does that come to? Eight. Okay, even with Vale placing this rope chain into the wall for you to hold on to, your feet hit a slippery part of the rocks, and you start slipping down, and the rope on Vale and Arnis pulls taut as Darwin begins to fall towards the whirlpool below. We didn't uh, make it far, did we? Well, you're on the first half of the trek. It's not like every five feet. It's just half and half. But during this first half, Darwin slips and he starts falling. Arnis, what would you like to do? Darwin is dangling now, clasping onto the edge of the ledge, and the rope is pulled taut. Uh, I guess I have to try to pull him up. Okay. You can give me an athletics check. Yeah. Pull Darvin up. Of course I can. Sorry, buddy. It's a low DC oh, because of all this rope action going on. Like you're anchored to Annika, who's behind you, who's also holding onto this rope that Vale's been anchoring into the wall. So you can actually lean out a good ways and get a good yank on Darvin. That's a six. You are unable to pull Darvin up. Sorry, buddy. You tried. Darvin's not falling, but he's not getting up right now. Monica, Dipple, and Sam cannot help because they cannot pass up Arnis. Vale, would you like to turn around and help your friends, or are you going to cut them loose? I'm not going to cut them loose. I'm not that kind of guy. Thank you. Or person. Um, I'm going to try and help them. Okay. I appreciate you. I guess it's going to be an athletics tech to try and pull my friends up. All right. Arnis is in no danger of falling right now. 
Well, that was fun. I'm falling with them now. What I was that? Four Jeez. plus my seven is a eleven. You have a seven athletics? That's no athletics. I'm sorry. No, that's a three athletics. It's a minus one to my <sighs> athletics button. I was using my acrobatics number. Uh, okay. Jeez. We're gonna die. We're going for a swim, or we're gonna find the treasure. Annika, Dipple, and Sam start backing up and attempt to just kind of yank you all back. So uh, the next attempt to get Darwin back up on the ledge will have advantage. They are like yanking. It's backwards progress, but they're giving some help. Darwin, go ahead and try to get up. You'll have advantage on this athletics check. Alright, this is athletics. Okay. Yeah. You've got your friends holding on to you. 17. There you go. You managed to pull yourself back up onto the ledge. Thank you, friends. Damn, I guess. All right. Bill, Darwin's back up on the ledge. Yay. You're not falling. This is some bad progress right there. You can make an athletics or an acrobatics check to continue forward. Sorry, guys. I'm not as agile. <laughs> well, 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 what do we have there? What is that? That's a crit fail. Oh, oh for fuck's sake. <laughs> The veil's at the front of this line, anchoring in the rope with the pitods. I'm telling you, and new dice. We all need to buy new dice. Right? They're holding one against the wall. New dice for everybody. Reach back with the hammer, and as soon as you hear the ping against the head of it, the rocks under Veil's feet just crumble away as if they hit a fracture line or something. And Veil just swings down. Darvin, make a, make a saving throw. Dex or Dex. strength. Either Any, one. Anything. Dex. Definitely yeah. Dex. Otherwise, you are starting a... Well, you're continuing a chain reaction. <laughs> Come on, Dex. Come on, Dex. 26. 26? What? I rolled a 19. Oh, okay. wait, you're... A, oh, yeah, and I have a plus 7. Okay, so. no. 26. Very good. You do not fall down. Veil is free swinging. So what do you guys do? I don't... I do the same... Backing up uh, to try and pick Bill up, or did that only work because I was in the middle? You can tell Annika, Dipple, and Sam to back all the way up to like the actual platform area and hope that Vale can climb back up. But again, that's backwards progress, yeah. right? The other thing we can do is try and pull they can, the rope ourselves. Yeah. You could try to pull the rope up, or you could have everybody else do the team effort and pull it up, and you will just be back where you started at square one. Which I don't want to do. Right. If you think you can pull Veil up on your own. Well, no, I can't. I'm not strong. Because you've got this rope around your waist <sighs> with Veil's weight on the other end of it. No, I know I'm going to fill that check already. So... Oh, come on. Give it a shot. Really? What would Darvin do? His friends dangling me. precariously at their death. What would Darvin do? No, the other the option is to have everyone back up. It just would start yeah. progress over. Yeah. If it were just me, I would try it. But I trust their strength more than mine. Combined strength over individual. That's all I'm saying. Especially because I'm not strong. The drawback being we're having to start the trek over. (laughs) But we all suck anyway, so... (laughs) Anybody got a potion of flying? (laughs) No, as it turns out. So, Darvin, are you trying to pull Veil up, or are you telling everybody to back up? I'm going to tell everyone to back up. I know I can't pull Veil up on my own. I'm not strong. Everybody backs up. You're able to pull Veil back onto the platform before the ledge. Everybody is safe. The water from that doorway has started to recede, but you definitely hear people coming. You are losing time now. Crap. Everybody's safe on land, but the danger is now approaching from the other end, too. The rope is still anchored halfway across on this ledge, so it'll be a little easier to get to the halfway point. Well, there's that. There's Um, that. The question is now, do we want to try and make it and risk being halfway across when they come through the door? Or do we want to try and set a trap? Mm. Which is exactly what Vale would suggest at this point. It's a good idea. Except how many things are we going to fight? I can't handle another boss battle with 20 ads, you know? Yeah. So I just need to know what you guys want to do. I know. You can hear the sound of wet feet slapping in the water on the stones. I guess we don't really have a choice but to kind of go forward, right? Or we could just jump into the whirlpool, except that probably brings us... Except they could get there, too, so that's a dumb idea. Never mind. It's only half dumb. I mean... I'm making an assumption that they can get wherever the whirlpool leads, but if we can, why can't they? 
Yeah, considering they're like it, fish people. It has a higher chance of being underwater than not, even though I'm curious AF about what's in there. Yeah, same. Especially if it's the treasure, which is the whole reason we're here, I'm still not just going to jump into a whirlpool. Yeah, I'm not likely to do that either. Arnis is especially not likely to do that. Gotta make a decision. I know. Dangers are coming. I know. How about we keep tracking? Do you have an, another idea, no. Vale? You were sounding smart. Well, Vale had suggested we lay a trap, but if the group has decided to oh, trap, well then, we track. then what kind of trap do yeah, you want to set? Yeah. Wait for all to come through the door and push him off the ledge? Hmm. Trip line? Hmm. Is there a spot to hide or we can do that? The door open into that room or into this room? We can't all hide behind the door, but... This isn't a room, it's just a giant open cavern with a whirlpool rushing a hundred or so feet below you. Um, the doorway leading out to here is... Well, it's a normal door size. But there's plenty of space on either side of it, if you just wanted to be up against the wall. You're not hiding behind anything, you're just out of sight from people who aren't in this room. Right. In this area. Yeah. Uh, and you've got plenty... Ooh, no, all of the rope is in use right now. Somebody's going to have to not be anchored... Sorry, somebody's going to have to not be part of this chain if you want a trip line. Or you could forego the anchor along the wall. Well, that does something. Does Dipple fly? No, he only has an owl head. He does not have owl wings. Ah, forgot that part. You're the crappy part of the owl. Right? He can see real well. Yeah, I'm not sure that that's true. Can you rotate his head 360 degrees? Yeah, yeah he he's done once. it. Yeah, he's done it many times. Well, at least 180. You haven't seen him go all the way 360, but he's turned it all the way around and looked directly behind him. I already know Kurvish can't fly despite many pairs of wings, or at least one. One pair of wings. I said many, or at least one. <laughs> Those are all the same thing. Yeah, totally. What do you want to do? At this point, I do think it's actually a good idea. It might be a better idea than it might be. It might give us better odds, but I'm troubled by that. Like, I don't know who would want. I would angry. just rather die standing on a ledge fighting for my life than die by having someone throw me off this other ledge. Sure, sure, I gotcha, I gotcha. On my feet fighting rather than falling into a whirlpool. Alright, I'm with you there. Oh, come on. Alright, I'm with you, you there. You can go ahead and head over the ledge. <sighs> but so, so that we, ha- we just need to answer the question of who are we on anchoring. And then we'll set our trap. Um, one of you can volunteer, or you can try to convince one of your NPC friends. I'll volunteer. Okay. Vale no. is at one end of the rope. It's the e- one of the easiest people to untie. You just cut the rope off right in front of Darwin. Untie it from your waist, and you set up a trip line? Mm-hmm. Okay. Who's helping you hold this trip line? Is trip line strength? Hey, don't worry about it. I just need to know who's on either side of the uh-huh. door. Uh-huh. Okay. It's going to be an effective trap Okay. if they don't save. Okay. I just need to know who's being a part of this. Who's an active participant in the trap? So, Darvin and Vale are setting up the rope. Arnis is doing what? Uh, Arnis is useless. I don't know, guys. Tucked up against the wall? How can I help you in some way? I got nothing. I'm gonna just stand here. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm hiding. That's fine. I you can just... just be hiding. That's. I got nothing. This is definitely what Kurvish is doing. I'm... Dipple is in no mood to fight more. Sam just wants everybody to get out of here alive. And Annika just cares about Kurvish. Mostly about Kurvish. You are helping. So, the two of you are waiting on either side of this door. Rope pulled taut. As you hear the slapping sound of Sahuigan feet rushing towards the doorway. And they all just start running through. I'll just do this in two dice. They need to save against tripping. Okay. Two of them are going to get caught by this rope. And they trip, and they stumble forward onto this ledge and fall face first. Like, heads peeking over the ledge, looking down at the whirlpool. The other two are able to catch themselves, kind of turning in place, almost tripping over their friends near the ledge, and they turn and they see the group of you lined up against the wall. Two of them are on the ground, right at the ledge. Two of them are standing five feet in front of the ledge. They look very mad. What do you guys want to do? Push them off the ledge. Yeah? Let's try and push or, them off the ledge. But don't, like, don't, don't push them, like, yeah. use your weapon and push them. Hook <laughs> them with Sparta my sword. Sparta, kick them. Don't, uh, don't let them drag you down with them. Ah. If you've got, like, a sword, I don't think you're going to be able to push them off the ledge. Well, no, you could. a thunderbolt? No. Sorry, I will let you decide how you want to try to push them off the ledge. You've all got weapons, you've all got your own skills, whatever you want to use. 
You could tackle them off the ledge and make a noble sacrifice if you really want. Would <laughs> kick them like WWE style? You like can try. Yeah, I want to use my acrobatics to try and drop kick one of the standards off. I feel like now is not the time to get fancy. That's not fancy. It's a basic move. It's drop kick. It's, it's not fancy. It's kind of fancy for someone who's not a monk. Okay. Uh, like. Uh, what, what else do you? What are you gonna do then? Hide. All right. Shoot a crossbow at one of them. <laughs> That's not going to push anybody off the ledge, but you can certainly shoot them. Arnis, if you want to shoot one of them, I'll give a bonus to whoever's trying to knock them off the ledge. Because you'll be distracting them with pain. Yeah, I'll shoot one of them. Did you say using sword is bad? You can use... Um, you can use whatever you want. You can, like, charge somebody with a sword and try to poke them and shove them off your sword. Yeah, that's what I'll do. I'm not trying to actually stab them, but just... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Use the sword as a lever. Yeah. Arnis, you see your friends charging these two standing Sahuagin guards. Do you want to shoot either of their targets? Yeah. Whose? I don't know. Do you want to assist Darwin or Vale? I'm going to assist Vale. So make an attack roll. Okay. Uh, 22. Very nice. They are successfully distracted here. Uh, I need to roll damage. Uh, only if Vale fails. Okay. That seems fair. You shoot them in the, in the shoulder. And they twist in pain and shock as Vale is rushing them. Vale, what are you doing? I'm rolling acrobatics to dropkick them. Alright, this is a very fancy jump you're doing. 18. You make solid contact in their chest as they are twisting from the bolt in their shoulder. And they trip over their friend who is prone on the ground. And, <sighs> and they disappear over the edge. Darvin, what are you doing? Using my sword to try and okay. lever them off. Yeah. Well, this is an attack roll, but instead of damage, or movement. Okay. Like bull rush type thing going on here. Okay. So just make your attack roll. With the same attack modifier? Yeah, the same modifier. It's a 20. Yeah. They also trip over their friend. They grab onto the sword as you're charging them with their hands, and they trip over their friend, just, and you hear that as their hands get cut, they just fall down and trail blood. You see the two of them. Feel kind of bad. Fair they're trying to kill us. <laughs> and you see them frantically swimming away in the water below you. And there's two of them now still prone on the ground at your feet. I think they're going to grab onto each of you. So Darvin, one of them just... Grabs around your ankle after you push their friend off the ledge. And Vale, as you stand up from your magnificent drop kick. Yeah. I put one hand on your boot, and the other just right at your waist. They're trying to pull themselves up using you as leverage. What do you guys do? Try and stop them. I mean, how? Stab them. Yeah, stabbing. Stab the way, Darwin. Stab away. Uh, they're prone, so you have advantage. Yeah. This is true. 23. Okay. You successfully stab him in the shoulder. He lets go, and you're able to back away without them getting attacked. Nice. What about you, Vale? Same thing. Alright. 18. Alright. You're also able to stab them, back away, as they both woozily get up, and Sam and Dipple just come charging in. And nice. Just try to ram them both off the edge. Red. Those two go flying off the ledge. Got a moment to breathe here. Ah, so we're gonna fall down. Not being pursued. Which way do you want to go? Try the ledge again. Isn't there like a big ass thing of water behind us? That water is receded. That wall of water. So we could go back out the way we came. You could try. That dude's That's... probably still there, right? What dude? The evil fish, the one whenever. The one who's controlling the wall of water. Yeah. You have not dealt with him yet. We have not. He's still there. He just retreated after you made it this far. Uh, he's got that swarm of fish too, so it's not like. I mean, the help was probably these four guys. Dude, are we fighting Aquaman right now? <laughs> the help was probably these four guys, but he's still got that swarm of little tiger fish. So we're continuing on the direction we're going. I mean, it's that or go back in the room and fight Aquaman. What do you want to do? Something. Whirlpool down below. I'm not jumping in that whirlpool. You jumping in there? There's like four fish people Whoa. in there now, officially. Yeah, but they're hurt. That wasn't a good fall. 
It's true. It might be in... Meaning we'll be dead when we jump in there, because... There's a big difference between diving into a pool of water and getting shoved off a ledge. But some of us only have 15 hit I mean, if you want to belly flop from 150 feet, yeah, it's gonna hurt. I really want to know it's not whirlpool, but I also think it's probably just death. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't you go and find out for us? No, thank you. (laughs) Come back and tell us. I also think it's probably just... Death. Um, I wish I had like a feat where I could make a buddy, deal with Karam. Or I could be like, okay, I'm going to try this thing, but so I understand it doesn't count, okay? This is for science. <laughs> this is for science. Holy God. If you want to try to make a deal with the God of Death, you're more than welcome to. You are one of his oh. faithful followers. But as you're standing here overlooking this giant whirlpool high above the water, Annika will say, yeah, if you really want to find my ship, that's about the last place I saw it. I would rather go, but if you want treasure that's not what you've already seen, hmm. Dibble. This head turns. Where do we stand on our treasure acquisition plans at this point? I definitely want to get out of this alive. Cool. But, that being said, Deckley has already lost a leg over this mission. I've been severely battered around. We've lost well over a day, plus I don't know how many resources for fixing up young Deckley. I'm sure Trina, who's the gunner on the ship, has had to go through a number of spare parts to fix him up. If we could get something to recoup those losses, that would be great. Otherwise, this is all just for saving... No offense, Annika or Kurvish, but for saving them. It's a good thing that we saved them, but... Unless you've got a bunch of money stashed around somewhere, and they both just shake their head. I would like to get paid, but I also definitely want to get out of this alive. We'll go back out the way we came, pull all the treasure out of the cave walls. It's kind of the only option at this point, unless you're going to jump in there. Because we know what's on the other side of this thing. It's a way out, right? How much rope yeah. do we have left? Could we, like, lower someone in? Yes. some shitty rope. You could lower somebody in. It would take all of the rope you have. And we would probably not be able to lift them back out. Maybe. No, you could lift them all back. There are still five people who would be left on this ledge. If you wanted to lower somebody in the water, that's fine. I will allow it. Find the treasure and then do what? <laughs> See, that's the question. Like, what? You have enough rope to get down to the surface of the water. You do not have enough rope to get any deeper than that. Right. I mean, at least they could tell us what he sees, but I mean... Have a better vantage point of the whirlpool from up here. Ah. Unless you want to go down it. I mean, kind of, but kind of not. I just need somebody to make a decision here. Here's the problem. None of us are equipped to do any sort of underwater scavenging. So at this point, our options are leave with nothing or go back the way we came and pull the treasure out of the walls that we can. Yeah. What does everyone think? Hmm. There's more treasure back the way you came. There's a little bit on the other side of this ledge that you passed up the first time through. One way is definitely shorter, more danger of falling in. Other way is a little bit longer, just more danger of running into more Suhugan. You know if we can survive more Suhugan. We're pretty tore up. Yeah. Then we keep going the way we're going. Alright. Alright. Vale, do you still want to take point and anchoring the rope into the wall? Yeah. Okay. You are not anchored to anybody else. I understand that. Okay. You can make your athletics or acrobatics check to make it to the halfway point again. The rope is still anchored into the wall there, uh, so it's a little bit easier. It's a 26. Yeah, you can make it halfway across, you've got everything nice and anchored that far, and everybody else starts to follow. Darvin, you are now the front of this chain. Uh, acrobatics or athletics. Acrobatics, right? Yeah, okay. pretty sure everybody acrobatics. here is doing acrobatics, you're all dex folk. And this is check, not a save, right? Yeah, it's check. Sorry, I don't know why I keep getting confused about that right now. Oh, crit. Woo! Darwin's doing just fine. About the time. Acrobatics. Just so we're yeah. clear. Don't you have some bright inspiration left? Can't you inspire yourself? You can inspire other people. Yeah, there's a thing about that, right? Didn't we talk about that the last time, right? Where you like... Uh, where M would have to cast it on you, as long as the two of you are on, like, good terms. <laughs> You're on good terms right now. You haven't made her mad. Yet. Yet. Thank you. It's the second three in a row that this thing has... Uh, my total is nine. Not that it matters. You. You stay in there. <laughs> Alright. Annika is going to... Fubox. 
Annika is going to try to pull you up and she manages to get you back up onto the ledge. Thank you. Um, I suck. Most of the NPCs all mostly move forward fairly well. Um, I forgot about Kurvish. He's with Annika there in the middle. He is rather large and he has lots of bits of him sticking out at odd angles. Uh, so he's going very slow, but... But yeah, Dipple is able to help keep him going. All right, Vale. Fifteen. All right, you're moving just fine, Darwin. Ten. Thanks to the rope anchor on the wall, it's a little bit shaky, but you're not falling. Thanks, rope anchor. Arnis. Don't die, Arnis. I cast bardic inspiration on myself. And you ask M to cast bardic inspiration yes. on you. And oh, oh well, well sure I. I would hate to go down to that water down below. Yeah. You and me both, lady. <laughs> Kerr starts freaking out as your loot starts talking. What? what? It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Annika calms him down. Good. Don't freak out, man. It's fine. He's a little freaked. Oh. You're going to roll that part of inspiration that you just got yeah, there? Yeah, that's a total of 13, so... Oh. Yeah. Never mind, you're fine. Oh, am I fine? Yeah. Then I won't. <laughs> Thanks to the rope anchor in the wall? Yeah. Okay. Annika and Kurvish, Dipple and Sam. It's a 15 and 18 and... Oh, Sam only rolled a 6. Oh. Sam starts slipping. He's the end of your rope chain. Dipple is going to try to hurriedly yank him back up. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, Annika and Kurvish are going to try to stop them from falling. Okay. Kurvish is a strong, strong guy. And the two of them are slowly, Dipple and Sam, clawing their way back up onto the ledge and make their way across. And you've all made it over this ledge now. What do you do? You're all still tied together. Not me. Except for Veil. Vale. If you want to, yeah. There's no more ledges for you to worry about. You know that once you're on this side, it's just a bit of a winding tunnel with some very crude pictograms and some gems and gold smashed into the walls. Uh, so yeah, we should untie. You all untie yourselves. Uh, which two of you don't have rope anymore that was left anchored in that wall? Oh, you can take my rope. It's fine. All right. Hardest has no more rope. Mm, mine too. What's the plan? You're all back on much firmer ground. Uh, keep going. Where are you going to? There's like no dangers in front of you right now. You're oh. just in a tunnel. Where are you going to? Out. Out of the tunnel. All right. You rush out of the tunnel and you burst out of the, uh, this was the third of the three entrances, like the like tall vertical gashes in the side of the island. This is the one that was farthest from your makeshift camp and landing spot on the shore. You come out. There's a heavy fog everywhere and a stiff, cold wind just smacks you all in the face. Thanks. And the sound of waves. Where are you going? Back. Back. Silly yeah. I guess back to camp. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah, we camp. A makeshift camp. You in a rush? You just taking a chill? What's up? Like, I suppose we should go, like, moderately hurriedly. Okay. Right? Like, yeah. We should... I just don't know what the vibe is now, because all of a sudden there's no people attacking you, and you're just like... Well, yeah. well we have lost time. We need to get back to the ship as soon as we can. Are we waiting for them to send a boat back to us? We're we have yes. to. We have no boat. You have no boat. So in that case, we're not in a big hurry, right? I don't see why we're in a rush. Oh, we're not? Okay. I mean, we don't have a boat. There's no one chasing us. There's no reason to rush, eh? Or is that? Okay. Let's see. You all make your way back towards your campsite at a very moderate pace. Your bedrolls are lying there. Your old fire pit. I shouldn't say old fire pit. It's from this morning. (laughs) Your stuff is there. Those makeshift spears that had been made last night are still sticking in the ground. You look around. The longboat has not yet returned. Do you have any plans before leaving this island? No. Don't die. Oh, yeah. There's that. That's my plan. Don't die. Okay. Annika reaches up to Kurvish's face and kind of like pulls him in close and whispers something into his ear. And you just hear her say, like, It'll just be a moment. It'll be okay. And she rushes off into the brush. What the hell? She's just taking a leak. It's been a long day. No, she's going to get the necklace off of her dad's grave or whatever that dude was for her. Oh, uh, right. 
You guys doing anything while Annika is gone? Kervish just sits in the sand and pulls his knees into his chest, and he's just kind of, he looks lost. No, he's still sitting upright. Uh... But yeah, he's just staring out at the sea. Play a song of making disgruntled trolls feel better. I guess I must know something to do that. Melancholy did he not too happy? You don't want him to be like even more depressed. (laughs) Just something that's like slow and happy. He plays the the bard version of Africa, but with a few. God. Oh, that's my shit. The song is amazing. It's amazing. Song is amazing. It's amazing, and I love it. But it's shit. Okay, fair. <laughs> like, can, so, we, can we agree that that song is terrible and I love it? Deal. It's fantastic and terrible. So Arne's playing this slow, happy song. Yeah. Roll performance. Just a few minor chords interspersed. Oh my god. Roll performance. M is joining in, singing do you, along. Do you want me to be a bard or not? <laughs> this is what bards do. Because you were complaining before that I needed to talk because I was the bard, and now you're like, oh, you're such a bard. <laughs> <laughs> Not having it, man. I suck. It's a good thing I have a high bonus because I still got a fourteen, even though I rolled a five. <laughs> Thank you for the sing-song announcement of your role. Well, I am a bard. Yes, you are definitely the bard. Thank you for barding. <laughs> Without you, our horses would be running them back. Thank you. Thank you for that joke. <laughs> I don't get it. Any other. is what you put on horses when you have them pull and stuff. Really? Oh, mm-hmm. I, I did not know that. That was cool. You and me both, buddy. Yeah, one side of the table. Totally cool. Totally cool. here. The joke was a little one sided. That Just a little bit of a. The birds are out! Kervis just kind of hunkers down deeper into his knees and lets out a deep sigh as he stares out at the ocean. Sam and Dipple are just gathering up everybody's stuff that was left behind, like they're getting ready to go. It's maybe 15 minutes later, you hear Annika starting to come back, and as you turn towards the brush and she emerges, there's just a group of horned rabbits hopping along with her. One of them is wearing Aranis' big bard hat. I don't want my hat back. Can I have my hat? Rabbit man, can I have my hat? <laughs> and Anika just motions to the rabbit, and the rabbit hops up to you and, like, puts its front paws on your boot and just <laughs> stares at you. And just, like, kind of, like, nudges its head forward with your hat. You knew we shouldn't have killed that rabbit. <laughs> Thank you. I don't say that a lot. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Rabbit. And the rabbit gives, like, a little nuzzle into your knee. Oh, I give him scratches. <laughs> oh, he takes your scratches. He loves your scratches. Ah. <laughs> uh, the rabbit's head is, like, leaning back. <laughs> oh, damn. Give me an animal handling check. I think to myself, oh, I ate your friend. Check. I'm sorry. Animal handling check. <laughs> I don't say it out loud, but I, I think it's, I ate your friend. <laughs> oh. I suck. Um, I have a plus five, so it's still an eight, but... You give him some scratches for, like, 30 seconds, and then he just hops over to Annika and just starts, like, sniffing around, and she, like, hands him down a little treat. He nibbles on it. So the rabbits are just going to chill here with y'all while you wait for the longboat to return. She went out into the forest to get a bunch of rabbits? To get Arnis's hat back. Uh... Arnis complained about his hat! Arnika was trying to be nice. I did. Don't be a dick. I did complain about my hat. But he realized that was the whole purpose of that. That was then that's really funny. Yeah. And she walks up to Artis after Artis puts the hat back on and the rabbits are like off rabbiting around the campsite. I know it's not much, but right now it's all I can do to thank you for getting Kurvish. Thanks. That's like super cool of you. Get my hat back. Okay. I like that hat. So you're sitting here at your campsite, waiting around for maybe an hour before you see the longboat cutting its way through the waves in your direction, through the fog. Yay. And as it pulls up, let's see, who is piloting this boot? 
It is, uh, it's Gandis, who came with you the first time. Mm-hmm. With Gandis is Kudim. He is a dwarf. He has a red beard that is blackened with soot. He is the ship's powder monkey. And as he hops out of the boat, you see his left arm reach out and grab onto the front of it, and you just see solid metal, as if he has a mechanical arm. He's just heaving the boat up onto the shore. Whoa. That's impressive. He walks up and, all right, well, we should probably all be going. Deal. Yeah. Let's get out of this place. GTFO. Wasted energy. He sees courage. Oh. Big guy. (laughs) (laughs) Boat's gonna be riding a little low. Keep our eyes out for sharks and so who would get in the water on our way back. Oh my god, the fucking sharks. Why did you remind me? And as Gandis and Kudim row you back towards the gunner's daughter, you can definitely, yeah, his his left arm is just mechanical. But he is rowing mostly in silence, humming a little song to himself. Gandis is eyeing Kurbish suspiciously. Anything you want to do on the trip back to the boat? It's a short trip. Nope. Just didn't want to know, because this is like the last bit of privacy anybody's going to have before you get back to Earl Earl and the captain. Oh, Earl Earl. You're not my favorite human. done with these other humans. You know? Whatever. Uh, I'm just going to be done with Earl Earl. We should have made him go for the treasure. Really should have done. That would have been good. So, no. There's nothing we want to do. We just want to bitch. You're all silently grumbling to yourselves. Every time you make eye contact with each other, just like, ah, it's going to be back on the ship, but ah, Earl Earl's going to be there. (laughs) Yeah, we got to be responsible again. And you make your way back to the gunner's daughter, where it is anchored just off the shore of this island, still deep in the fog. They throw down the line to start hauling the longboat up. And as you all disembark onto the deck, Captain Mahaley instantly pulls a sword on Kirvish. What is this? Oh, this is our new troll friend. He's cool. Is he the treasure? No. No. Yes? <sighs> what answer would you prefer? The treasure's been in your heart the whole time, Captain. <laughs> Tell me, don't say that out loud. No, that's not something Gosh, I don't say at all. She stares daggers at Vale. <laughs> Just like, mm-mm. I murdered There's no treasure, we're sorry. We tried. You can... Alright, Darvin, roll a deception. Well, no, no, no. I didn't mean it like that. I mean... First of all, you found treasure. And second of all, yes, you know that there is treasure. Okay, yes, but when I say there's no treasure, what I mean is there's no treasure on us. There is treasure, we just didn't have... We were unable to access any of the treasure yeah. value. So I'm not really trying to lie. I'm just trying to say, in effect, there's... I don't... Okay, I'll read. <laughs> we were not able to bring any treasure with us. We're sorry. Captain Mahaley just crosses her arms and stares at Darvin. The way I said it originally was better. She just doesn't seem to get nuance. Yeah, that's the problem. So you want to go tell <laughs> Deckley that he lost his leg for nothing? Do you want us to? We can go talk to Deckley if it'll help. Oh my god, I was being sarcastic. Ah. No, don't go talk to Deckley. Don't tell him that. <sighs> Trina is working on him. Well, her and Corker. Hopefully he'll be up and about in a few days. Why can't we get to the treasure? Someone? It's buried under a giant-ass whirlpool. It's buried in water? Yes. So it's sunken? Yes. Protected by a psycho group of... Fish people. Worship, who worship Gossram. We got through the fish people. Couldn't get through the whirlpool into the water. None of us have gills, sadly. All right, roll persuasion with advantage. You've got your friends backing you up here. Is this me? Yeah, you. You're talking. You right? started, started talking. Sometimes I say stuff. You shouldn't let me. Fuck. You've got advantage. I said. Vale's oh, backing yeah. you up. Oh yeah. <laughs> Slightly better. That's a nine. I mean, if she wants us to go back and look for more treasure, I'm okay with that. But but if she's got gills, that'd be helpful. Right. Oh, you want to go back and look for more? I'm not saying that, but if that's I mean, kind of, yes, but we can't waste time. I, I can't think of a way to access it, is the problem. And all we saw was Giant Whirlpool. So, like, I don't... You know, we, we know pretty sure that's where the treasure is, but I don't know if it's in, like, a... I'm assuming there's water down there. 
I'm not it, doing a very whirlpools good job tend to have so. water. Right. <sighs> well, you all look like crap. No offense. None taken. Beat up the uh, big guy there. <sighs> well, once Corker is done with Deckley, can take a look at him. <sighs> the rest of you get back to work. You better start cleaning this deck. Remember and the we, other decks. Remember how we paid passage? Yeah, but remember how you said you were going to get treasure. Uh-huh. So I don't mind working. Since we didn't All right, get, then. Since it's we didn't, settled. Wait, wait, wait. Since we didn't get treasure, that's fine. But we shouldn't have to pay passage and be employed. you got to do one or the other. Are you really arguing with the woman who's going to throw your Yeah, I spent all day trying to find treasure unsuccessfully. I'm bummed and I'm pissed off about this point. Yeah. We took this side trip because you said you could help Dipple get the treasure. Yeah. There's no treasure. Right. So work. But if we hadn't taken the side trip, we wouldn't be working. But we did. But we still gave you money. So give us our money back. No. Okay. I can drop you off here if you want your money back. (sighs) You can roll another persuasion, Darvin. No advantage this time. <laughs> nobody has your back. Why well, I'm right. You know I'm right. She I can't. You are right. I'm not saying you're right. wrong. But and I also know that we're in the middle of the ocean. I rolled a 17. There you go. All right, fine. Rest first. And then tomorrow, you can all report to Kish. Help him cook. Deal. Cook, serve the food. You don't have to clean anything. All right? Deal. Good. Now can we get out of here? Yes, please. Okay. I'm glad we're all in agreement. (sighs) Captain Mahaley motions to the deckhands to start prepping the ship to leave. Sails are being raised. The wind is starting to fill them, and she goes back to the ship's wheel and starts turning the ship to get it back on track. To prepare the ship for your journey to Capris, which is the small town on the eastern side, the northeastern side of Sarakar. And the wind starts filling the sails, and everything just feels cool and calm as the boat starts rocking with the waves. And you start moving away from the island as you feel a sudden lurch back against the wind. That's right. The current is unnaturally strong. The captain calls for Genesee. He is the priest of Favon who works on the ship. Favon is the god of the sky. Most ships, especially merchant ships and uh, ships with valuable cargo, tend to employ either priests of Favon, the god of the sky, or Narluk, the god of the waters, in order to help ease their passage. Genesee is a bit overweight. He's mostly bald. He's got like a real Captain Picard hairline going on. Just permanent sunburn on the top of his head. Maybe can fix that with a hat, right, Genesee? Right? But then his head wouldn't be exposed to the sky, uh, the realm of the god he worships. Ah. Uh, uh. I get it. And he starts a ritual to help aid the journey away from the island. And the sails fill, and the lines are all pulled extremely taut, and everything in the sky is telling your ship to move forward, away from the island. But everything in the water is telling it to pull back in closer, and he is slowing this backwards motion towards the island, but he is unable to stop it. You turn, and directly behind the ship is that massive cavern, inside of which is that whirlpool, and Annika leans over the railing, stares at the island, and looks back at every one of you. This is just like the last time. I can't do this again. The ship is slowly moving back. And with that, we'll bring this chapter to a close. But the story will always continue. Podcast art created by Vanessa Blockland. You can find more of her art on Facebook or at VanessaBlockland.com. Blockland spelled B-L-O-K-L-A-N-D. Podcast music by Daryl Dibber Reconos. You can find more of his music at dibber.mo or at soundcloud.com slash dibbermusic. Dibber spelled D-I-B-U-R. 
Thank you for listening to this chapter at Seasons of Skyrend. If you like what you heard, please give us a five-star rating and review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find us. If you want to chat, we're on Twitter at Skyrend Podcast, or you can email us at skyrendpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us online at skyrendpodcast.libsyn.com. This week's chapter is made possible thanks to our wonderful cast and crew, all of you amazing listeners, and our special friends who would like to say hello. I believe that role-playing games are art. Specifically, role-playing games are theatre, which means theatre artists are natural role-players. What sort of hat am I wearing? <laughs> is it is it like a tricorn hat? Yeah, he has sure. got into full theatre mode now. Right, this okay. is amazing. So they want to be entertained. I'm going to give them a shot <laughs> with my iron and my tricorn hat. Life's a game. The world's our stage, and we're merely role players. Merely role players. A podcast where dramatic people play role playing games. Hosted by me, M. J. Starling in association with Blackshaw Theatre Company. Find us at merelyroleplayers.podbean.com or search your usual podcast app for Merely Roleplayers.